So grab. Hey, guys, grab a box before you leave. Uh, Samaritan's Persons, Billy Graham Ministry has been going on here for a long time all over the world. Uh, it's 10 bucks to ship a blessing to some people. So that's Operation Christmas Child. And then um, Fall Festival's coming on the 31st here. So uh, be there and then fight night on the 10th. And I've told you before. Get your ticket, because it will for sure be a sellout. There's no doubt about that. If you don't have a ticket, you won't be able to get in. Um, there are, we, we turned away hundreds and hundreds uh, last year. It was filled and all that. So um, if you got family members that are coming here to this service, just text them and tell them I'll wait here till they get uh, show up. Uh, but in the meantime, turn to Psalm 103, and I, and I got a surprise for you. It's actually a blessing um, that kind of goes hand in hand with this uh, with this psalm, and it's a song uh, from a country music star named Don Williams. Um, and if you don't remember Don Williams or you don't like country music, I told the last service you can repent and. <laughs> Enjoying, um, but it's this, this. The message in the series is all about being grateful, being thankful, and uh, I love, I love being grateful. I love being thankful, and I'm not always thankful, but um, I can get caught off guard here and there. But for the most part, uh, my wife would say I'm extremely grateful. I like getting out of bed. I love praising the Lord. I love telling people about Jesus. Um, I love helping everybody at the at the ladies' retreat uh, this weekend. It was awesome, so I'm glad. Um, and I'll just say this before we get in. It. It, was, it was the biggest uh, group of blessings I've seen in a long time, and everyone was so kind uh, to each other. And it was, it was a great uh, f- uh, sisterhood fellowship. Uh, it was wonderful. Let's talk about this. It's two verses in Psalm 103, verses 1 and 2. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Um, We're going to talk about all the benefits of of being born again uh, after this this video. And um, we're going to focus on it a little bit. And um, so let's go ahead and just roll that video and I'll come back up and I'll explain uh, the rest of the stuff uh, here.
Um, I remember the first time I heard that song. Um, I was in a uh, 1970 GMC pickup truck listening to an eight-track tape. It was in the 80s. Um, I, I hope that younger people understand that there's a lot to be grateful for in this country. Um, amen. We're going to talk about that today, so let's revisit this, and then maybe um, that'll, that'll play in your mind just a little bit, I think. Um, he said, Don Williams, one of, the, one of the lines in the song was, all I'm asking is for a little less crime. Man, that that in the eighties, and and you got to wonder if Don Williams was to come back, or Billy Graham, or Adrian Rogers, and look at what's going on now. They're like, "What the heck is going on?" Or or one of them preachers like that, or D.L. Moody, or somebody came back. They said, "What the heck did you guys do? What 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 happened to the church?" What, what, where were you guys at? All this happened on our watch. I was reading a stat. They was talking about Adrian Rogers' church had like 6,000 people in it when he took it over, and then when he died, there was 30,000. 30,000. Um, now, I'm going to keep preaching every Saturday and every Sunday. Um, so I am grateful. I, I'm grateful, and we'll, we'll talk about that. And, and there is hope. I believe there's hope, and I believe you believe there's hope, or you wouldn't show up. So you're encouraging to me and and to my wife, and and uh, we'll continue to to preach the word of God uncompromised and stand for the red, white, and blue, and back Israel. If you're not pro-Israel, you're in the wrong church, I'll tell you that. Uh, we're going to talk about that. So let's read this, and then we'll go into the benefits here. So it says, Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So I have uh, studied and preached on this before because I've highlighted it, and I've underlined it, and I've got an asterisk on both sides about the benefits the first benefit is, is you're not going to hell if you're born again. That's enough to get happy over. Um, and if you ain't saved, get saved. Get saved today. Remember, you got to be born twice so you only die one time. And if you're only born one time, you'll die twice. And the second death is the lake of fire. Um. So the benefits to living in America are living in free land. By living in a, in a free country, uh, we got the greatest military in the whole wide world. We'll be celebrating Veterans Day coming up. We still uh, wave the red, white, and blue. Still back Israel. And I think like you do, Israel probably didn't want to fight. But they brought it to their door, and boy, they got more than they bargained for. I'm going to tell you that right now. You woke up a sleeping giant's what you did. 
See, what you need to understand is if you read your Bible anywhere from between about Genesis 14 to 17, it'll tell you why we have these divisions. There's, there's, there's part of the world that lives outside of the Abraham covenant. Don't get quiet on me now. And when you live outside the covenant of God, there's no peace. Some of you guys used to live outside the covenant of God. You ran around and did this and did that and all these kind of things, and there's even fighting amongst yourselves. That's what's going on in the world today. Um, I want you to know that the only true freedom is in Jesus Christ. And um, I'll let you know just so you know, so I think some of your Facebook friends are probably leading you astray that we're supposed to have a, a compromise type of strike back after they have struck Israel. That's not what war is. They should have thought of that before they parachuted in. Before you jumped out of a plane and before you parachuted in the nation of Israel, you should have you should have read your Bible and you'd find out that the nation of Israel is protected by God. And let me tell you something about the enemy. He doesn't want to coexist, he wants to conquer. There's no coexist in the Abraham covenant. You're either in or you're out. See, when you start preaching truth, it gets quiet. You guys can go back to Facebook land when you leave here, but here you're going to hear the truth. And you say, how do I know it's the truth? Because I got a copy of it right here. It's called the Bible. You ought to get you a copy. It's good. I'm going to pray. You guys are getting too quiet on me. It looks like a library up in here. Ask for a dose of the ghost today in this church, will you? Raise your hand. Father God, we just have submitted to you. Lord God, and the, and the clown show has left town. We're praying for a sweet release of the Holy Spirit. And we're asking, Lord God, that you, you protect us and protect the nation of Israel. We know, Lord God, that nobody likes war. But we're praying, Lord God, that your kingdom would prevail, that love would abound, and that we believe anybody can be saved through the blood of Jesus. Regardless of how they was raised, they can repent and ask for forgiveness. And Lord God, I want to pray also today as the basket comes by that you would, uh, you would bless the offering so we can continue to do your work here at this location in Moscow and north and, and the ones to come. In thy name we pray, amen. amen. So applaud the Lord, let the basket come by. Turn to Colossians, and in Colossians, um, the Apostle Paul, chapter 3, so we're just, we're, it's not going to be very long, so you'll be out of here, geese, and you guys will be out of here in no time. Uh, and... Uh, I don't know. I've been thinking about a steak today. (laughs) 
I got a gift card last night. It's the holy grail of gift cards. Texas Roadhouse. Oh, I mean, I, it, it's, it's like a revival up in there. Amen? It's good to be thankful, isn't it? When we walk, do you ever walk past the meat case and just thank it? At Texas Roadhouse, I'm like, thank you. Thank you for the sacrifice. Um, so, yeah, we was at, the, at the, the ladies' retreat, and we was helping out, and Aaron was doing his thing with the ladies up there. They were shooting guns, and I was doing hay rides, and, and all, they rode horses, did all kinds of things, and, and it was just great. It was a great, just a great network of sisters, and, and I got to be part of it, and, and I was thankful to be part of it. We got there, you know, like the night before, and um, so... I was th- it was, so we're setting the tables up in, uh, inside the barn. If you girls, were, anybody here was at the uh, women's retreat? Oh, a lot of you guys. Oh, praise God. So we was in there, and uh, guys' retreats are way different than girls' retreats. Like, we, guys' retreats, we don't, not really, you're, you, there's, there's almost a menu. But, like, my wife had the menu, like, months before. And she knew how, she knew how they were going to decorate the tables and everything. So they go in there, and I'm thankful that I could help them out and everything. So uh, we're setting up the tables in there, and Pastor Aaron wanted to finish hunting that night, and the girls wanted to go to the store. When girls go to the store, all the girls want to go to the store. I was like, hey, man, just go, sister. You get on with it. Oh, you ain't leaving me here. <laughs> Out in the woods or something. So they all go. So I say, I'm going to bless the ladies, uh, Whaley, and I'm going to set up the tables in the barn for them. I'll just set it up myself and chairs and everything. No, boy. no you won't. Because <laughs> when we get back, we're going to move them. <laughs> I'm like, where are you moving them to? They spun those tables around so many different ways. We stepped back. I was like, all right, ladies, put the pin back in the grenade. I'm out of here. I mean, it was, I was like, what the heck? Amen. But that's, that's true stuff. And uh, it was good. So we'll talk about it as we go along. Um. So, if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. So, this, the timing's good here because you can get involved in, 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 the, in the place settings and the way the tables are and, and all the work and, and this and that and the other and then forget about why you're actually there. And people can do that when they come to church. Not this church, but other churches. They can get so wrapped up into the music or the chairs or what somebody's wearing or who you're sitting next to. Isn't that the weirdest thing in the whole wide world? You're like, you know what? I don't really want to sit next to them this week or whatever it is. Or like if one of the girls comes in late to the girls' retreat, awkward. (laughs) For guys, it's all good. You're like, you know, I was out hunting or something. They could make up something. 
Um, but you have to remember why you're here, why you're here at church. You're here to hear the word of God. Be grateful and share it with the people around you. Then take it out to a lost and dying world. Amen. God say, I got that and I'll move on. All right, here we go. So uh, set your mind on the things that are above, not the things of the earth for you have died and your life is hidden. Uh, hidden with Christ and God. When Christ who your life appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. So that's good news. You get caught up into glory, you know, and you know, maybe some of the ladies that came to the retreat weren't born again. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't part of that. You know, when they started that deal, I was like, I was gone. Um, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passions, evil desires, and covetedness, which is idolatry on account of these the wrath of God is coming. So you're either living in the covenant and the ark of safety or outside the covenant safety of the Lord. That's a dangerous place to live out there. And some of you guys remember uh, living outside that covenant before you was born again, right? Um, to these you once walked when you were living in them. So it's cool that we can do these events and do church events, Leanne, and the hay rides and all that. So we'll talk about this. So I had a lady that came up to me. She says, man, I'm so glad. She told me and my wife, she says, I'm so glad you guys are still doing church. You know, after all, you know, 20-something years or whatever and all this. And she says, man, I really love it. You guys, this is awesome. And just going on and on. And she says, I reconnected. Say that with me. I reconnect. She reconnected with some friends that are here. She said, man, everybody made me feel so welcome. And I said, thank you for allowing me and my wife to be at your church before we were saved. He didn't hear what I said. See, sometimes when you go to church and you're not part of the club, things feel a little awkward. You walk in, you're like, man, this is really awkward, these people. And they, they had to know. Like when me and my wife came to church, we wasn't saved, so we, we acted like unsaved people. We had a couple cocktails on the way to church, and then we shoved the cans under the seat. <laughs> Listen to me. They knew what we was doing. They, and they was, they was, they was the, the real Christians that showed us Christ. <laughs> and then I proceeded to tell her, I was sitting in a lawn chair, and I came up there, I said, if it wasn't for you guys handling me and my wife the way we did, I made and never made it through the death of my daughter. I said, because you surrounded us and showed us Christ in, in the worst time imaginable. Uh, and if it wasn't like that, I probably wouldn't be here today. And then, and then I, had, I had a lady that came over and seen me and visited me after my daughter died. And I was sitting in a basement at my friend's house. And they called and they said, is, is, is he over there? Is Pat Rankin over there? Yeah, you don't want anybody to come over. She came anyways. And she sat there in the basement with me for about six hours. And when she left, I said, if that's what Christianity looks like, I want to remain a Christian. 
So you're on regardless, see, even if you don't think you're on. I mean, you could be, I mean, it's okay to have bad days, but you're an ambassador when you leave here, ladies and, and gentlemen, and you guys leave here, you're an ambassador for Christ, and you never know when that's going to play full circle. So then she comes up and thanks me and my wife. And what happens if we decided we didn't want to do that or, you know, we got tired of it or whatever? Here's the deal. If you get tired of the Lord, the devil will always take you back. Can I keep going? I'm going to. But the, but the problem with it is, is it's the same, that it's the same mess there that was there when you were back the first time. And you get back there, you're like, man, you cats are the same as you was when I left 20-something years ago. God always allows U-turns. Always. He's full of grace. He's full of mercy and full of love. I am so grateful that we have a church uh, that is a, a judge-free zone. We'll let God be the judge. Can I keep going now, church? Okay, listen, let's preach on a little bit. So verse 8, it says, But now you must put away anger and wrath and malice and slander and obscene talk from your mouth. Obscene talk is not just cussing, but it's talking about somebody else that ain't in the room. Why'd you get quiet on me? You know, I think, I think sometimes we joke around and we say, hey, either be around or be talked about. And that ain't the way the Lord wants us to live, is it? Uh, and do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off your old self with its practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek nor Jew, no circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. So here's the deal. I told the church last night, it ain't Baptists that go to heaven. It ain't Catholic that go to heaven. It ain't Methodist that go to heaven. It ain't Presbyterian that goes to heaven. It's born-again believers that go to heaven. God don't care what denomination you're from. He don't care. Verse 12, put on then as God's chosen. He said, put on, beloved, compassion of hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if each one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. And let's be honest, complaining can be a, a full-time job for some people. We're coming up in the holidays, and boy, howdy. I told you, I'm not going to get into Thanksgiving too long because it just irks me. It's Thanksgiving if you've cooked everything that those people want when they walk in the door. Amen? So ask me to tell my story, and I will. Take a drink real quick, and we'll get into it. So we went down there to Branson and to, my, to marry my daughter, and it was a wonderful time. But you ever have expectations about hotels? If you do, drop it. Amen. 
So we're going to a hotel, and I'm picturing it's going to be a suite and the whole thing, you know, the, the whole deal. So me and my wife was hungry, so we stopped up on a strip up there. And then I seen that the, the hotel had a, had a sign underneath up on the strip. It said nightly rentals. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that ain't good. And that's the hotel we were staying at. Asked me to come on a little bit. So we get in there. And we're going up in there, and I think it's going to be sweet. It's kind of like, does anybody remember Howard Johnson's? Oh, yeah, you're my age then. Here you go. We get up in there, and we're supposed to have two queen-size beds. And we didn't have queen-size. They're full-size, and they're full-size if you're tiny. Full-size don't mean full. (laughs) So I walked in, and then the refrigerator... It's so small. Ask me how small it is. You have to, I had to take my wife's word for it that it was actually down there. Cause I, I'd been down like this. I, I felt like, is the camera go this long? I felt like I was surfing. I'm like, is that a fridge down there? Is that a It had a community microwave out in the hall. <laughs> Tell me to get out. And then I had, Mike and Donna were coming down the next day. I said, we got to get an upgrade. There is no way Mike is going to stay in this room with us. I said, Lord, I told my wife and I told the Lord at the same, simultaneously, I said, I said, I need 15 minutes just to complain. I did. That's exactly what I told her. I said, I got to complain. Do you ever feel like you need to complain? And you know what I was complaining about? I was complaining because it wasn't the, it wasn't the way I wanted it. Let me tell you something, church. It ain't always going to be the way you want it. it. Whether it's a hotel or your car or Whatever it is, just be grateful that you're saved, you live in America, and you had a place to sleep even if you didn't like it. Amen? Uh, So forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, you also must forgive. Man, that's a hard one to get over, isn't it? And above all, these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And I've told you about that. That's the glue that keeps the church together, is love. Because let's be honest, sometimes people act up. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which you indeed were called into one body, and be thankful. Say that with me, and be thankful. There's always something to be thankful for. Always something to be thankful for. And I believe if we, if we stow enough Jesus in us when, when it's time, when we need it, when it's time to show gratefulness, we'll be able to muster that up. Not on our, not on our own merit, but by the Holy Spirit living inside of us. 
You go, man, everything else could be going to hell and the hogs are eating it. But you got enough Jesus stuff in you that you can be grateful. Just, just be grateful. I'm not where I used to be. Oh, boy. Tell your neighbor, God's still working on me. And, and if you're married to him, I mean, girls, girl, girls can, it don't matter how long you're with your husband. It could be 80 years and he can still surprise you. with stuff <laughs> it was his last night my wife has a a size requirement that goes in the trash can it either goes in the kitchen trash or it goes out in the dumpster immediately there's no in between so i just out of ha- a guy habit i'm thinking if i can shrink the 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 milk carton enough it'll pass the quote unquote trash test Amen. I smash it down. It's flatter than a pancake. And she heard it. I was like, man, if she hears this. You ever tried to do it like it's quiet? I'm trying to crush it quietly. And she looked at me just like we were at the OK Corral. She's like, ah, are you planning on? <laughs> True story. This happened last night. Were you planning on putting that in my trash can? No, ma'am, I wasn't. I was just kidding. I was going to walk it out to the dumpster. That's what I thought. <laughs> now get your big item and run outside with it. Oh, yeah, these dudes are like, man, I'm glad I, I'm glad I don't have those. Problems. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Shoes in the middle of the room. Socks. And when your wife said that, some of you guys, well, your wife was at the retreat, you're sitting back in the recliner going, man, I'm eating some chips. <laughs> oh, I'm going far. Give me all of them right here. Yeah, it's college football day, man. It's on. She's at Rankin Farm. I know. Even if she called now, I got at least an hour. <laughs> Buffer zone. You ever do the buffer zone? You're trying to figure out where could she be right now. She's on her way home, and then she pulls up right after. She's got you on... I'm in the driveway. Oh, Lord Jesus. You're hoping he comes back right now. The rapture, please. Bring me up. We ain't stopping this, are we, today? We're going to ride this like a southbound train. Rise up with me. I'll read the rest of it to you. Look at your name. It's okay to have fun. Don't get mad if you're having fun at church. Don't get mad. We're going to baptize some people here in a minute. Tell your neighbor, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Don't get your underwear in a wad. My mom used to say that to me. And uh, I think Miss Carol or... uh, Let's read this. Here it is. 
let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and thankfulness in your heart to God. I'm just thankful that we're able to, to be here today. Isn't it cool that you got a place to go on Sunday? I'm glad I got I mean, where was you at before back on Sunday, before you was born again? You was some honky-tonk somewhere. Amen? I mean, let's be honest. Everybody drink the truth serum here today. We was, we was look like something that the cat drug in. Amen. We got one verse here. We're going to baptize them. Will you pray for these people who are getting baptized? And by the way, since we got the baptismal filled up, if you're born again and you ain't been baptized, you need to get baptized. We'll dunk you in right whatever you wore here. I'll guarantee it. Today's a good day to get baptized, but let me pray for you. Let me, let me pray real quick for you, just real quick. Lord, we just pray for those who are getting ready to get baptized and those who need to be baptized, Lord, or those who need to be born again, we pray uh, in the name of Jesus for them. Amen. Amen. Verse 17 is our last verse here. And you can bring the house lights down just a little bit. And whatever you do in word or deed, everything in the name of the Lord, Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father through him. And you, you can start, Annie. Um, did you girls have a good time at the farm? So I was, uh, a couple of the girls, a couple of my staff stayed there and it was helping prep everything. And I went over to my dad's camper. And I, I don't, I've never been in my dad's camper without my dad. I was, I was studying. And then I used to, I used to come over uh, from my bunkhouse over to the camper over there and I'd study and I'd talk about the things of God with my dad. And, that, and uh, now you all know he's not there anymore. That's hard. That's hard to. Have anybody lost anybody in the church here before? Anybody? Forever's a long time. So I was studying right there, Terry at his table, and there's his three Bibles that was sitting right there. I was studying in my dad's camper right next to the. The, the table that held his three Bibles. And you know, he don't need the Word of God anymore because he's in front of the Word of God. And Jesus. Oh, what a, what, a, what a day, what a night it was. Sleeping in his camper. Just me and the Lord. And uh, I was so grateful. And, and, and when I was taking the girls on the, on, the, on the hayride and everything, I literally had to stop, they'll tell you this, about every so often just so I could show them all the blessings that the Lord has given us. And they all, oh, I wish God would do that to me. He'll do that and so much more if you would just commit your life to the Lord. He's no respecter of persons. He don't love me any more than he loves you. I know we all like to think that, though. You're like, that's my Jesus. And that's cool. That's okay to think that way. But really, he died for everybody's sins. 
my sins, your sins, my dad's sins, your family, my family. He loves us all. See, a lot of times when we read John 3.16, we leave it there and we don't ever read John 3.17. John 3.17 says he didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through his son. Hey, hey. So God, God's not a God of condemnation. He's a God of love and he loves you right, right where you're at. So I'm going to pray for you and and again, I want to tell you this, and I tell you this a lot. There's no place in the whole wide world I would rather be on Saturday night or Sunday morning than being at church with you guys. That's, that's what keeps me and my wife moving is just the love of God's people. And maybe you walked in the church today and, and you don't know Jesus, or maybe you don't feel good, or maybe you're struggling with addictions or struggling with life or struggling with spouses or whatever. God has given us a great altar here today to lay your burdens down. Mrs. Cope, I can't tell you how many times I've been at this altar crying crocodile tears for the lost and for my family. Do you have that in your family? Do you have lostness? Do you have, do you have ungratefulness in your family? Do you have people that need to be saved? Would you join me here this morning down here at the altar again so we can pray for them? You all have, you all have loved ones and unsaved people and people. There might be people that ain't even walking with God. They might be living outside the covenant of God. They may be out there doing who knows what. Maybe it's you today as you approach the altar. You say, hey, you know what? I'll be real honest with you. I ain't been walking with God. I'm judgmental. I'm I'm out of the covenant of the Lord. I'm out of the grace of God right now. That's okay. God allows U-turns. Do you know that he loves you and he died on the cross for you? He loves this church so much and so many churches that are just like it. Let us pray together. Father God, I want to pray for my brothers and sisters who are here at the altar and, and maybe some that are in their chairs and maybe some that are on live stream all across the land. They have children that are, are disobedient. They have spouses who won't come. They have, they have sickness. They have strife. They question what's going on in the world today. Lord, I pray that you clear up the confusion. I pray that you bless each and every one who has gathered here today. Not because you owe them anything, but because you're a good God. And you love these people. So bless them today and all who are going to be baptized. And for, the, and, and for those people who won't come to you, Lord God, I pray that you pull them to their knees today. I pray, I pray in the name of Jesus. The name that's above every name. Pull them to their knees today. Pray this with my with my friends and my family. In Jesus' name, amen.